Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Good morning, beautiful people of God. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona on Hot 1027, and it is really good to be back with you again this morning. I hope that you've had a great week. We here at Hot 1027 have had a very sad week with the passing of a friend and a colleague, Mark Pilgrim. I saw him on Saturday last week, and I had the privilege of blessing and anointing him, and then obviously I was at the home on Sunday, and it was hard, and it's still very sore. However, we called to grieve as people of faith, believing in our eternal life, not as the world grieves, and I fully believe that Mark is basking in God's light and love, and I will truly value the time I spent with him and the conversations we had. I have been reading a book, and the book's title is Meeting Jesus in Mark, but on the way back from seeing Mark and seeing Adrian, all I saw on the seat next to me was Jesus in Mark. And I think that brings a word of comfort to all of us, recognizing that God, Jesus, is in all of us. I want to look today at some of the work done by Brian McLaren in his book, We Make the Road by Walking, and of course we can only make the road by walking, as well as my own experience and thoughts. Today is the third Sunday of Lent. I cannot believe that we're halfway through Lent. And as we know, Lent is the journey of Jesus to Jerusalem and to the cross, but it is also our own inner journey where we reflect and hopefully repent, change what needs to be changed through the help of God and God's Spirit, and make ourselves, prepare ourselves to be ready to receive Christ on Easter Sunday. Why was Jesus crucified? Many people would ask. And I would say largely because he upset and challenged the status quo of the day, and he began ushering in a new era, the kingdom of God. And I feel very strongly that we need to stand up and challenge things, perhaps rethink things that we take as the norm, and interrogate our thoughts in all ways, at all times, asking God to guide us, because sometimes what we take as the norm, what the people in Jesus' day took as the norm, Jesus then said was not God's way that they were not behaving in a godly way. So we need to look at all things in our lives and especially things that we accept as norm and challenge them if we have to um, through the grace of God. I think Jesus challenges us to stand up against the way things are and have been. And in McLaren's words, and I really like these words, he says, we can help create new possibility for the way things can be and should be. So in other words, instead of moaning about the way things are, instead of um, feeling like we are powerless, we have the power as people of God to help create new possibility for the way things can be and should be. Following Jesus invites us on an adventure, seeking peace, freedom, justice, and compassion for all. Now this morning I want to look at some of the verses from the Sermon on the Mount, and I'm going to start in Matthew chapter 5, and I'm going to read it to you now. So when we look at the Sermon on the Mount, we told, Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And we go on to verse 13. Jesus says, You are the salt of the earth. And he says in verse 14, 
you are the light of the world. Now, as we read through that, I think we need to just imagine what it was like for the people hearing it. Perhaps as one of the crowd, one would be on the edge um, of this crowd, not in the middle. Jesus' disciples would have been around him, and you find this 30-year-old rabbi teaching and saying things that you perhaps don't understand, turning the world upside down and causing chaos. And people would have felt like that because who says blessed are those who mourn? That doesn't sound right. So as you ponder Jesus' words in the Beatitudes, let's do so listening to Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Blessed Assurance, Jesus is Mine on the Mighty Hot 1027. Good morning, this is Reverend Shona from St. Mark's Anglican Church. I'm looking this morning at the first few verses from the Sermon on the Mount. And I want to begin by now looking at what does blessed mean? I think we all want to be blessed. We aspire to be blessed. We pray for blessings. We ask God to bless those we love. And so the word would have caught the attention of everyone at that time. What does it mean to be blessed by God? And it actually reminds me of that rich young man who came to Jesus and asked him, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus says, uh, you know, um, obey all the commandments. And he said, I've done that since I was a young man. And then Jesus said, give away all your material wealth. And the young man walks away sad because he can't do that. And then people say, well, um, I think the disciples ask, well, then who can be saved? And he said, it's impossible for man, but it's possible for God. But why Jesus was um, speaking to that young man's heart about giving away all his material wealth was because Jesus, I believe, had discerned that that young man um, really valued his wealth above all else. And of course, we need to value God above all else. And the young man was really saying to him, how can I be blessed? How can I inherit eternal life? His words would have shocked his listeners. Jesus does not tell them that to be blessed is to be famous in the world or to be rich or to have material wealth and power. Instead, he asks them to identify with the poor, the lonely. And when I think of lonely, I always remember COVID and how lonely people were in COVID, especially those in retirement villages, those locked away. He says, blessed are those who mourn, those who feel grief and loss. I'm very close to all of us here at heart at the moment. He says, blessed are the non-violent in the world. And when we look at the world, the world doesn't really reward the gentle and the meek. And they perhaps would get trampled on. But Jesus is saying they are the ones that are blessed. He says, blessed are those who seek justice for other people. And it often makes them unpopular, makes other people uncomfortable. Blessed are the merciful and the caring, the pure in heart, the open, the sincere, the vulnerable. Obviously, I'm interpreting the words Jesus used. Blessed are those who seek for peace and reconciliation. And when I hear of peace and reconciliation, I think of Desmond Tutu and his peace and reconciliation committee and how he tried um, in the best way he could to bring about peace. He was criticized a lot for it, but he did try. And I actually remember something that he taught me, and that was when he was going to have a really busy day, he said he didn't skip his prayer time, he doubled his quiet time with God so that he was prepared for that busy day. And then after a few moments, Jesus um, turning things upside down, he turns on the social norms of that day, the acceptable social norms of the day and the worldly values, and he turns all of that upside down. And this is why he caused some people to be so uncomfortable that they wanted to get rid of him. This is probably why he was crucified, because he was so challenging. 
So as we listen to Broken for Me, Broken for You, I think we need to ask ourselves as we're journeying through this Lent, what may Jesus be challenging in us, in my life, in your life, or in our area of influence today? What may Jesus be challenging that we take as the norm, that perhaps we need to rethink? And so let's do that as we listen to, as I said, Broken for Me on the Mighty Hot 1027. Sunrise with Shona, Hot 1027. Broken for Me on the Mighty Hot 1027. Good morning. You're listening to Sunrise with Shona. I've been looking this morning um, from Matthew's Gospel, Matthew chapter 5, Jesus' Sermon on the Mount. We've looked at the reading. We've looked at what being blessed may be in our eyes, in worldly eyes, as opposed to being blessed in Jesus' eyes. And so we are looking, if you like, at Jesus the rebel, taking into account that he is turning the social values, the norms of the day, upside down. So I think for me what is becoming increasingly clear is that it's difficult to live in this world and not conform to the ways of the world. I could look at a controversial topic such as kickbacks, and I think many people in business would be able to relate to that. Perhaps you're a single parent supporting a family. Perhaps you own a business and you're desperate for a contract and you won't get that contract unless you pay a kickback. Should you be doing that? I'm not here to judge or to answer, but I'm saying that it is becoming very difficult in this world to live the way of Jesus and you will pay a price for that. And sometimes that price is financial. Sometimes that price is through your reputation. Um, But we do pay a price for following Jesus But we also are blessed, blessed enormously when we follow the way of Jesus. I just always ask myself these days as I think about different things and there's so many odd challenges that come our way. I have to constantly remind myself to listen to God and to say, what would Jesus say in this situation? What would Jesus do? Jesus tells us that if we follow his way, we will make, we will pay that price. We will make sacrifices, but our rewards are priceless. And it's not all hard work. Jesus also calls us to be creative, and I love that, to be loving, to be kind, to be compassionate, to be born again of the Spirit, as he told Nicodemus, who came to him in the middle of the night, a Pharisee, asking about the kingdom of heaven, and he said, you need to be born again, born of the Spirit. So what I feel Jesus is really saying is that we need to choose a new way of being in the world. So if someone is rude to you or treats you unfairly, Are you going to withhold um, reconciliation from them? Are you going to hold on to that? Are you going to say they need to approach you first? They cause this. It's their fault. Or are we going to be Christ in the world, loving and forgiving and opening ourselves up to that person and allowing reconciliation to take place? And I'm not talking here about abuse. I'm talking about, um, you know, perhaps someone is just short tempered with you on that day and says something nasty. Do you hold it or do you let it go? and allow that relationship to be healed. Are we the first ones to move towards reconciliation? It is tough, it really is, but it is also rewarding when we do it, and it's so good to be set free from that negativity that we hold on to. And some may see it as a weakness, um, but I see it as a strength. People who follow the way bring light and love and goodness into the environment, into the community. Perhaps Jesus knows that the people listening to him were struggling with their own identity. When we think about them, they're living under Roman oppression and sometimes oppression from their own people. And it's a question I think we all need to answer. Who are we? So they 
They were struggling at that time, as I said, under Roman oppression, some cases oppressed by their own, and I think they were starting to feel, who are we? And Jesus is saying, this is who you are. Now I feel for some, Jesus' words might have been challenging. For others, they might actually have found it comforting. We could ask, how can it be a blessing to mourn? But for some, it might have been life-giving to no longer um, have to be judged by the world to no longer be in that place of mourning, to realize that God was present in that place of mourning and God was with them. And so I think for us, when we look at Jesus, when he goes on further to say, you are the salt and you are the light, as we end this morning, perhaps we need to just go through those Beatitudes again, that first part of the Sermon on the Mount, and look at what Jesus may be saying to each one of us. And we're all different. We're all living different experiences. We are walking the way of God. But it's different for all of us. And what is Jesus saying to each and every one of us? And so I'm going to leave you with some questions this morning. Questions that you can ponder through the week or even just today or even while I ask them. Who are you? When do you feel blessed? What does blessed mean for you? And how are you the salt and the light of God in the world? Now, I know these are quite heavy questions or easy questions, depending on what we make of them. But I think it's an important consideration to make, especially as we are in Lent. And this past week has reminded me of how short this earthly life is. So what sort of difference are we making? Who are we? When do we feel blessed? And how are we the salt and light of God in the world? I hope that you have a good week. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you need to get hold of me, you can do so on show note Hot 1027. To wrap up this morning, in moments like these, and all over the world, the Spirit is moving. And I hope particularly the Spirit is moving within our hearts. God bless. Sunrise with Shona. Hot 1027.